Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Overlay, a poker podcast brought to you by CCG Poker and Paramount Social Club. I'm joined today with Brandon and his sister's dog. Hey, Brando. What up? It's, he's like our fifth guest on the show. Your she, sister's dog. She, yeah, she, yeah, she's definitely the worst. Uh-huh. Well, I don't I'll know. Take a, I'll take a drunk quarantine Jordan. I was going to say, Jordan was pretty drunk. If you haven't listened to that episode, that's like episode... It's early, like super early. Like six, like four. Yeah, four was Jamin. So I want to say, yeah, it's like really early. I'm looking it up real fast. Hang on. It's worth a listen to. All right, we're 30 seconds into the podcast. We have our massive amount of listeners before they all just hang us up and say this shit sucks. And you're already looking for stuff. Right. Episode seven, the one with Jordan Helstern, the two-time WSOP ring champion. He's got two WSOP circuit event wins and and quite a lot of caches. He's also way into makeup and other things. It's great. He's super fun. In the PLO tournament, I got second in. (laughs) Casual name drop. Um I think he fired. You probably got about eight thousand Jordan dollars. Yeah, I think he I think he fired like seven bullets, maybe eight. Yep. Yeah. So many bullets that in a normal gun, you'd have to stop and reload. So he's like, when he fires bullets in a tournament, it's like the Hollywood version of where you're like, he. The gun just never. It's a six shooter. Like, how how is that possible? Like, you had to have reloaded. Like, it's. Did we just miss it? No. Right. Pop, 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 pop. Bro, that's the six shooter. It's a Western. Like, you, you can't have that many bullets in a gun. It's impossible. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Overlay, the podcast about nothing. I'm your host, Ken. I'm joined today by Brandon. Hey, Brandon. You just love introductions. I do. I like to, I like people to know who I am. Because then otherwise I go to like other card rooms in Texas and then they like don't know me. Like I did we yeah, did that meetup game at Paramount. Um we were like, come play with the overlay poker podcast host. And then some guy was like on the thread or like in the thing, he was like, Who what the fuck's the overlay? It's <laughs> like, all right. Well, well geez, just, thanks for how about stealing my thunder there, bud? Yeah, like what would you rather me put in the text that goes out to people? Hey, come play with two giant fish who are just dying to give their money away. <laughs> I mean, would that be better? It's basically, what, it's basically what we were saying, just in the form of a podcast. I mean, that, we were really going to name the podcast "Real Big Fish," but then there's the "Real Big Fish" podcast, which is about the band Fish. Um, yeah, you know, and and oddly enough, they try to make the podcast episodes as long as the normal songs are for Fish, which are about an hour and a half. So it's, it's are they good, that long? Yeah, f- fish songs are the worst. Sorry to any fish fans out there. I'm a fish fan. I think fan. they opened one time for uh, DMB, and I didn't go. Mm, for those of uh, older players out there, uh, DMB stands for Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> this tip brought to you today by Ken from <sighs> CCG Poker. What are we going to talk about today? Uh, I mean, it's the perfect time of year. We were trying to come up with an episode idea, and... I had been texting Brandon on Monday night during a meeting about what I should bet on for the national championship game for the end of March Madness. And then I was like, it's Masters week. Brando, who are we going to, where are we going to fire? What are we going to sprinkle? Where are we going to sprinkle some money at to figure out the the fantasy sports playing and sports betting rules of uh, kind of the day and age we live in now? So sports betting. Poker players and sports betting go hand in hand. They really do. They really do, especially um, now, like in the these days. Yeah, it's in the post legal post bookie post bookie days. Right, we're calling it better days. 
dude, this dog's going to keep dropping this bone. Mm-hmm. And I'm, if, if I murder a dog on a podcast, does that like my pretty sure podcasts are inadmissible in court? So you're fine. Which means I'm good. Yeah, I'm you're fine. fine. Inadmissible. Um, sidebar, I did start uh, rewatching. Lindsay and I are watching um, <laughs> Better Call Saul again. So we can like. Ooh, it, it's a good one. It's so good. I forgot how good the first like season is. And I, oh, I yeah. don't remember all of it. It's considering like spinoff shows are never very good. And then to get a spinoff show that's so incredibly good, like it, it's a standalone good show on its own. Like you don't even need to know about Saul. You, you would not even need to know no, about you've nev- uh, If you've Walter never watched Breaking Bad, about- you probably should. But if you haven't, you can easily watch Better Call Saul because it's it's great. You don't even need Breaking Bad to make it happen. But Breaking um, Bad just makes it so much cooler when you does, see the people that are you in like, like, get all yes, the little Easter go. eggs, and it's so much fun. Anyway, sports betting. So I was texting Brando, what should I bet? And I ended up not betting the national championship. You didn't either, did you? I didn't. I, I missed it on game time. I was on Kansas in the over, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how the spread was four, and we didn't know if we should bet the spread or the money line, but I thought it was Kansas one of the, was going to win. It was one of the rare times that I had called you to see, like, we were bouncing ideas off of each other what to do. And I'm not a huge sports better, but I like to bet the big stuff. And Super Bowl, national championship, for me, the yeah. Masters is up there in those those types of things. Like, I don't Absolutely. Bet, it's the one golf tournament a year I'll probably bet. Correct. I don't bet like random baseball games. NBA playoffs are coming up, so I'll probably maybe pick off some of those Like once yep. it gets to like the you know conference championships and then the you know, whatever. So like it, they're big, big stuff. And it was funny. It's like one of the first times that I called you to see like what your thoughts were, and I didn't like it. You were like, Kansas in the over, and I was like, I don't I kind of want to take North Carolina in the points. And I was like, hmm, hmm. And I just, we, I, I think we, we both talked ourselves out of it. Yeah. And like, neither one of us, I'm like, all right, well, I'll call you later but when I'm done with my meeting. And I'm like, what time does the game start? 8 30. Yeah, I should be done by then. So like, I'll, I'll call you on my way home and we'll, we'll figure something out. And, but yeah, that's what sports betting is like now. It's so much easier now. Um, and just everybody's, it's everything's about sports betting right now in Vegas, I feel like. Like yeah, all the advertising, I mean, like everything's, Sports, sports, sports. I mean, sports, they're building sports. new. They're building new casinos based, and they're building the the pools based on sports betting. Speaking of which, based on you, the fact that you can go to the circa, right? And now the circa bet, is is the old up to the no circa, circa is circa, brand new. Circa is brand new. I thought it's not the old. It's that it didn't replace a casino. It's just it's called circa. The, well, it's in downtown, so it might have. I don't really know. Okay, all right. But that but, place um, looks sick, and the it does. You're and not you can doing swim this. up to the bar no. and place a sports bet. The entire back half of the hotel is like one giant television with pools and other pools and bars and <laughs> bottle service during the day. Like it's nuts. Like yeah, it's no like one... a whole different experience. Yes. Yeah. Because like when I used to go to. Right when I used to go to Vegas when I was in my early twenties, which was twenty years ago, like it was all about the nightclubs. Like you had to get into the right nightclub, and then you'd have to do like bottle service, and like that was the cool thing to do. And like we slept all day, and you gambled all night, and you did it again the next day, and you went to a different club. And, oh, where'd you get? I wanted to hear blah 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 blah, you know. And then now it feels like that no longer exists. It's all about the day parties and the pool parties and the pool clubs and. Yep. Now I mean, the nightclubs still exist. Maybe we're just getting older. Maybe but it's definitely way more relevant. Like the pools and the, um, you know, the pools 
and the day parties, like you said, and they, like the beach clubs mm-hmm. and stuff like that, yeah. is just such, you know. But now they're more taking mainstream. Yeah, than you it take was the circa idea, and they're taking the sports book from inside, which used to be relatively small, um, in in a sense of like the grand scheme of things. Like that was not a huge draw for casinos, but now. That's the huge draw. Everybody wants to have an awesome sports book, or they're doing like a bar stool sports book. Um, I mean, they're you know all of these huge places. Like the, when I saw pictures of that uh, during the NCAA championship, I was like firing through TikTok, and like it was insane the amount of people and just how big it was. It looked like a football stadium of pools with like televisions right. that were the size. TVs everywhere, and not and I mean like I, I don't even know how big they are. Like the people were like ants and these fucking TVs were huge. Like the size of a building. They were like two-story TVs. It was nuts. Tons of them out there. Super cool. I'm not a huge sports better in general besides like... No, but I think, you know, like sports betting... Sports betting in Vegas, I think, used to be like uh, a little sidebar degenerate mm-hmm. area where like a small niche group of people went. A lot of old guys smoking cigarettes like, hey, you, you know, got anything on the number six horse? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, betting horses, right. a couple degenerates just fire at NBA games. But now, I mean, obviously, I went there in March Madness, which right. you know, two weeks ago, which is obviously one of the biggest times of year mm-hmm. to go. Short of the Super fire. Bowl, I would say sports books is probably the second busiest time, right? But like you know, they guys are bringing their wives down there yeah. and spending the day down there. You know, like they, you wouldn't do that twenty years ago, and, and now it's like, oh, if you want to bet. You know, if you want, they have not only do you can you go to the books, but you can um, you can go to their kiosk and mm-hmm. bet anything under the sun. You can download their app That's and download seventy five thousand times more than everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I started scrolling through FanDuel today, which it, it is kind of crazy that like Nevada doesn't allow um like FanDuel and DraftKings to operate in Nevada. I think it's got to just be like the the casinos that are saying we yeah. ain't allowing that, right? Um, but you scroll through FanDuel and you look at what you can bet on the Masters, and I mean, there's hundreds, oh, and yeah. hundreds, and hundreds, it's and hundreds of bets. It's and I think it's 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 I mean it's good and bad, right? It's it's nice that they make it easier, but the problem when things get easier it's is too that easy. it's too easy, right? Like I almost felt like. I'm a perfect example. Like I'm a pretty knowledgeable gambler when it comes to like casino games. And if you put me at any table, I don't care what it is. I can fumble my way through and at least look the part, right? I don't look like a noob yeah. or a, nobody's going to make sure, fun of sure, me for sure, like, sure. even you know, if you stink, people aren't going to know it. Correct. They, they just think I'm dumb. Maybe not dumb, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, that guy's not only doing getting him off the fucking table. Like I, you know, like I played blackjack one time at a table and the dealer's showing a six, and the girl had a 19, and she's like, I really feel like a two's coming. I think I should hit this. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, you have 19. Another guy split queens. I was like, what are you, bro, why? Why would you split queens? This is So, I mean, stuff like that, I feel like when it went to the sports betting side, short of like saying, I'll take the bears and the over, and that was about all I knew. I knew you got points, and there was a different point spread, and the point spread would change, but depending on where the kind of money was going, if more people were leaning one way, then the points would change to kind of reverse back so that the books could have an even amount of money, ideally, on both sides, right? But like That's, I, that's the goal. I didn't really know what money line meant. I didn't know what like a three-team parlay teaser and all of these terms 
that are now much more prevalent. Like 20 years ago, if you just sent me to a sports book in Caesars, which used to have a beautiful sports book, it was awesome. It was right next to the poker room. I don't know if it's still there now. Still is. Still is. I mean, it, was a, it was a cool place. Now, but it was empty. It was this huge empty space that like nobody went to. Like we would just go over there to like when we were broke and out of money, like you just watch TV. It was like the broke yeah, out of money out, spot. Watch sports. Hey, it was just like <laughs> I don't want to sit in my hotel room, so like I'll just come down here and get a couple free drinks and maybe play video poker while I'm sitting here on my last twenty dollars and like that was it, you know, and other people that weren't, you know, big time gamblers card games that that you know table games type stuff like that was always a good spot for them to go and i feel like now the popularity of sports betting is just off the hook and your phone makes it so much easier to like oh i want to bet a five team parlay of this that and whatever and your phone will do it right for you and then you don't have to like not worry about you know if it wins saying it right the number, yeah, everything, uh, exactly everything, the whole experience of like it's pretty intimidating to go up there and be like, "It is uh, five hundred on seven eight four one money line seven. And actually, like, I wrote it all down on my phone. Like, I know every team. Mm-hmm. Like, I am well cultured in the sports For betting sure. world. I went up there and was p- placing a hundred dollar eight team parlay for your sister, and I, I screwed up one of the numbers, and um, I, I ended up putting like a, a four hundred plus four hundred huge dog in there instead of like a minus six hundred huge favorite right and like it was by accident and then like she was reviewing the ticket and she's like all are all these right and like thankfully she like stopped because i'm i would be like yeah sh- sure of course, of course they're, they're right, right. like I, I, wrote yeah. all, I wrote it all down and it, actually one of them was wrong and i was like wow like if i'm making mistakes like certainly it's pretty easy and like the intimidation factor and like there's such a huge line and they're pushing people through and boom 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 like you get on the app and it's just like all right well let me click around here let me figure this out let me click around oh that's kind of cool and I mean, obviously, it's a catch twenty two because it being so easy makes it so easy. Yeah, I mean, you can go from having zero dollars in your FanDuel account at seven hundred one. I had zero dollars in my FanDuel account yesterday. Click three things, deposit twenty five hundred, and by seven hundred five, I'm betting the Bulls game. You know that right. starts at seven ten, and I mean, you just didn't have that access ten years ago unless you had a bookie. And even then, it was like you could bet. All right, kid, what do you want? The spread or the over under? Right. You couldn't bet. Zach Levine to score over 30 points no. and the Bulls center to have over eight rebounds right. and then their alternate line here and this and that. In-game betting. It really is fun, but it's a slippery slope. It is. Because, I mean, you, you look at all those sexy, sexy payouts and you're like, oh, that could be me. Somebody does it every day. Yeah. Like, well, no, there's a reason why it's 10 to win 50,000 right. because it never happens. Who, who are you telling me that, that consistently bets like a dollar a day on like these? Oh, yeah, 40... my, my friend Joe. Joe. He does what? And sure. How many? How many legs are in the parlay? He does like a dollar up to five dollars every day of NBA um, first basket parlay. So you have to score the first basket, mm-hmm. and they're usually between. It pays out like anywhere from like seventy five thousand to a million, depending well, on how many does. Let's let's make it a little simpler. So we don't want to be those guys that talk about it in like gambling code or lingo, and then not yeah, yeah. and not have what what is an what does it mean to bet a parlay? What is a parlay? They all they're all linked together. They all got to win. Meaning you make three different bets, and all yep. three bets have to win. You have to win all three bets, and if you do so, it plays exponentially higher than if you'd have just made each bet individually by itself. Right, like in 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 simple terms of like. Real straight up, like um, 
if you were going to walk in and bet three teamers, like you would, a three teamer pays five to one, right? So like instead of winning $100 three times on, you know, whatever, the Bulls, the Magic, and the Thunder, the sure. NBA with the spread, winner, winner, winner. If you put $100 on each game, you'd get a $100. Well, you put 110 on each game, you'd get $100 back, and you'd make 300 If you parlay them, it just costs you $100 total. And if they all three win, you win 500, which is obviously better than 300. So when you Problem stop and is, think about it like that, and you're like, oh, I, I, I can, I don't lose as much because I was losing, I had to risk 300. Now I'm only risking 100. Now I was risking 300, actually 330 to win, to win 300. 300. Now I'm only uh, risking 100, but I could win 500. Kind of right. seems like the smarter play. It does. But, but how about all the times you go to two out of one. three? You go two out of three, normally you would win 90 bucks if you bet them all separately because you'd pay the juice on the loser and you'd win the two winners, or you would lose 100. So, you know, it, it, you go two and one, you're like, oh, I went 66%. Like, this is great. Yeah. Well, that, in the parlay world, that's a loser. Mm-hmm. That's last place. So, back to the single or back to the, the, first basket it's literally who scores the first basket of the game which is obviously a crazy coin flip crazy amount of luck everybody's kind of got decent odds because sure even it, even lebron james is you get four to one back on your money because there's nine other guys on the court that can score the first basket you know even if it's your best player on the court it's still kind of crazy odds and you parlay five or six or seven of those together which is obviously a fourth and 90 hail mary right you gotta you know what i mean it's not like a fourth and 15 hail mary like this is like a you're, it's a you're fourth at, you're at, and 90 hail mary with your third screen your third string quarterback and like right, and o- no wide receivers yeah only linemen in the end zone <laughs> <laughs> and i mean honestly it really is yeah. and it's stupid. i mean it's really hard to hit one of them yeah. let alone seven in a row but that's, that's why it pays out a million dollars that's why it pays out a million dollars you just you you lose five dollars a day and the reason why the site can pay out a million dollars on those is because there's thousands of people willing to punt a dollar, two dollars, three dollars a day. And they just accumulate all this free money yep. that when the stars align and somebody hits it, they're like, okay, cool. Let's post it on Twitter. Tell everybody yep. that this guy hit it. And now a thousand new people are like, and let's be honest. That. Yeah. To them, that's almost a better. It's a marketing win. Yes. It's like, it's so great. It would be like if somebody in the $20 early bird won the main event, it would be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, it just brings you more early bird players, right? It's kind yeah. of what we miss in poker right now with the online on, online poker. And eventually, online poker will be legal all across the United States. I don't think it's a matter of if, it's a matter oh, of Oh, it's when, a slow process. Right? They're just going to continue to just make this happen. And, and and just people are more comfortable now with, with gambling or the government needs money enough to make it where they're, they're just going to have to do it. Like, it is what it is. If you'd asked my dad 20 years ago if marijuana would be legal, he would have said, no, you're, you're crazy. That'll never happen, right? I mean, if you asked me in the 1920s, you'd think they're going to bring alcohol back? Probably like, nah, probably not. I don't think so. Why? Yeah, you see, definitely not. That was my 1920s gangster yeah, that's voice. That's a good Good, good voice of the twenties. <clears throat> Not too bad. Hundred years ago. Yeah. See, here I got a couple of bags, and I'm gonna get some juice. So, and here. I, think, <laughs> I think online poker really is on the same exact timeline as 
recreational marijuana, right? I mean, it started with a couple states. Medicinal, that was the medicinal side of things, right? A couple states, yep. And then, you know, and now all of a sudden you start picking up steam and it's got to go state by state because it's never going to be federal. They're never going to flip a switch and say, ding, it's legal in the whole country. Like They're not going to do that with weed or online poker. It's going to have to go. Because some places can still opt out, right? They want to be able to opt out if they really want to make it a thing where they're not going to have it happen. You know, well, this is why it's the United States. It's 50, 50 separate states all governed differently. And you know, people are always surprised by the fact that it's the United States of America. It's not just one big happy, right? Every, every, this, everything's different. Everything is different. It's wild. Uh, and, you know, you start getting these, these bigger states. I mean, we got Michigan now. You got, you start, you get something like New York, you get something like California, mm-hmm. something like a big, like, Domino, Pennsylvania. I think Pennsylvania is good. You get like Florida. You know, you get one of these big old states that finally gets it pushed through, and that gets the momentum for yeah, you know Domino kind of falls. And, you know, Delaware and how many Indiana. places is sports betting legal in the United States? When when I was scrolling through, because I logged on to FanDuel when I was in Vegas just to see, and it was like you are not in one of the governing uh, states. You cannot log in. I think it was about. 15, if I had to guess. I mean, definitely Illinois and Indiana. Definitely Arizona. I know those three for sure. Uh, Definitely Michigan. It's all, I mean, I would say about 15, if I had to take a rough estimate. Definitely under half, but into double double digits. Uh, Where is sports betting legal? Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia... Uh, Vermont, Washington, D.C., uh, Washington, the state, and Washington, D.C., uh, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. There's a ton. That's a lot. It's a ton. Now, maybe, yeah. And so Wisconsin apparently is like. Don't just have FanDuel, which yeah. is what I was looking at. Um, that's a three or never. They've got, uh, yeah, that's wild. Huh. I mean, it's here. It's it's real. It's it's, it's amazing that things. it's amazing that I'm allowed to load up a thousand dollars and put it on four golfers that I know basically nothing about, which I did. I, I did it this morning, and I have fifteen hundred dollars riding on the Masters, and it's incredible that I can do that. But I can't load up a thousand dollars and play a PLO game that I feel like I can beat at least fifty one percent of the world in. Well, how did this turn into? Do you really think it's fifty one percent? PLO, I think it would be a higher number because most people just don't at, know how I to play. At least, fifty-one percent of poker players. I said at least. I've seen some poker players play PLO, and it is not pretty. At least. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know. Hey, I mean, maybe we should just call you at least. That could be like your new nickname, Brandon. At least can beat fifty-one percent of the players in general. Yeah. Um, I was going to go somewhere with. You said, uh, "How did this turn into?" Well, how did it new... turn into like the sports betting? Online poker, marijuana, like it's weird to think that at some point somebody goes, all right, it's cool to go outside and drink a beer, 
but you can't smoke marijuana and you can't play poker, but you can play blackjack as long as it's at a state approved location, like a, like a casino. Um, but you also can't, you know, like, I don't know, like, is Illinois still doing the weird, like you have to go to the place to like sign up the first time? I think they dropped that. But it didn't, wasn't even really a big deal. Like it, it didn't really happen. Like we were still talking a points bet, which kind of fizzled out. I just I wasn't interested in what they were offering, so I was just like, whatever. You know, I still haven't signed up for points bet. Um, I have. Um, I use DraftKings. I just find that's the easiest one for me to use. It's on my phone. Points bet. Points bet has a really cool um, like idea of sports betting. And it's going to take me 10 seconds, well, 20 seconds to explain here. Sorry to interrupt you, but um, they have this thing where you can like, they have a players over under, let's just say LeBron James is total points and it's 25 and a half, which is about what it is. 26 and a half, something like that on a nightly basis. Um, You know, is he going to score more or less than 27? And that's your line. And that's what DraftKings and uh, FanDuel, they'll all off- offer that. And, you know, FanDuel will also offer that LeBron's going to score 30 at better odds. LeBron's going to score 35 at better odds. LeBron's going to score 40 at even better odds. Right. So you can, you can get down with as much as you want in terms of, you know, juicing up the odds and, um, and that. But what points bet does is they allow you to bet a certain denomination for every point over 27. And for under 27, the same thing. So if you say, I'm going to do a points bet on LeBron James at $10 a point, every $10 um, short of 20, every point short of 27, you owe 10. And every point over 27, you gain 10. So does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So, that, and I think they're the only website that does that. I mean, that's kind of wild. So you can literally do a hundred dollar LeBron, and then every every time he scores twenty seven, every point after that is worth a hundred dollars. But when he gets injured in the second quarter and doesn't come back, and he has twelve, you just lose the fifteen hundred. And so wild. it's a kind of it's a really interesting way of like gambling on thinking that they're going to highly exceed or highly what's the opposite right. of exceed don't live up to you know their their line and so that's really fun that's what points but has we should it would, be, points bet, it would be so cool to I do like some form of fantasy poker like a fantasy poker tournament where like you could sweat like you obviously you'd play in the tournament but like if you got busted you could like still sweat other players like that would be super cool i wish there was a way we could do that you know like i mean oh. they have they, they had some sort of like fantasy poker league for the world series that was more for like money one or like final tables. Yeah, it was like, yeah, a, it was point like a point list, system, which is fine. Yeah. But the, I, I, not that I want it to be like in in game paramutual betting where it's like, all right, uh, Tony's going to go all in. I don't know, like what? I can't even think of something cool. Be like, how many times is Tony can lose with aces, and like if he does, he shows like, ah, I lost. I only got to do it two more times before I hit my eighty <laughs> to one. You know, like it's yeah, just, it's like, super, just like a lot. Instead of live betting yeah. an NBA game, you're live betting a poker live tournament. Live betting a poker tournament. Be like, I bet. Will that... Phil Hubbard ever get under five big blocks? Right. Or something, like, you know? yeah, Just yeah, yeah. All this kind of something shit. super fucking crazy. Like, that would be super fun. Uh, it back, would be. back to sports betting in Vegas in general. There is a new, um, the Mirage is getting torn down and they're they're redoing it and it's coming the back. The Mirage as... is getting torn down? Yeah, I just saw that. No. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Mirage, Mirage. It's going to be hard rock. Yeah, they're gonna it's sold. 
Come uh, on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not making this shit up because I love the Mirage. Mirage is like one of my old school places. It's yeah, I know Allison first, always talks about. First, like, oh, me, Kenny, and we Bert love the Mirage. Mirage. Yeah, but it's been sold to, uh, is the Mirage closing? That does say they're just going to do a rebranding. The entire 77-acre site at the center of this trip will be overhauled, and all 3,000 hotel rooms will be gutted and remodeled. The Mirage will disappear, and a Hard Rock hotel, very different from the one opened east of this trip in 95, will take its place. Because they did know that, like, this week was the last time that, like, the volcano out in front of the Mirage was going to run. If you remember wow. that one. Yeah. I do. It's They're like the last that down. thing on the strip. But it's like the whole thing. Like it's a rebranding. They're gonna tear it down. They're gonna make it a hard rock. Um and then end up putting in a huge sports book somewhere in the back and it'll be in a pool and it'll be cool as shit. And I mean it's fun. I what mean a lot just... of people now it's funny when I talk to who was I talking to at CCG? It's like Tony P. Uh Tony Pirelli. He was like, Yeah, my son and I went and you know, I'm like, God, does he play cards? Like, do you guys think that's kind of a fun father son trip? Like if you were both into poker, that would be neat. You know, like it would be fun. And he's like, nah, he's like, he doesn't really play poker. He's like, I play all day long, all the daily tournaments. He's like, my son ends up just going to the sports book in the pool and just hanging out, watching games all day. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's like a thing that people want to do now. That's a vacation. A vacation is to go sit in a pool, watch sports on TV and, and bet on them. Seems like a pretty good vacation. It's really cool that Vegas just is rich enough and these companies are you know all in on that weird four and a half mile strip in the middle of the desert that like when stuff's not relevant anymore they just get rid of it and rebuild it you know the 90s the 90s vegas is gone yeah and now it's like the 2000s vegas is about to be gone Mm -hmm. and it's crazy how it just like every 10 12 15 years it's like oh mirage ain't doing it anymore like it's adapt or die and we're gonna adapt we're just gonna renovate all 3000 hotel rooms it's a new thing. put a huge sports book in you know and it's it's kind of sweet you don't see that very many places i mean like i was like disney world they upgrade and stuff but yeah. like even the surrounding towns right. around disney world they're like they're 90s towns you, you go through there and it's like a bunch of 99 cent souvenir and right. ponderosa steakhouse shops like honestly and it's really cool that vegas is just like eh cuz you look at the strip now and you can see, you can see that in, in 15 years, all those those old spots like Flamingo, and they're going to be gone, and they're going to be brand new, super cool. Where, where all of a sudden, like Aria and Resorts will like they'll be behind the curve in 15 years because Correct. they were the new ones in 2021. The Venetian, well, now it's right. 2035. Venetian's got to so, be what, like 30 years old now? Yeah, it's it's one of the yeah. Venetian's actually really nice. It was it the is. first time. Oh, I'm not saying it's not first bad. First time I'm I went, saying, stayed like, there. Yeah, but they they redid their poker room. If you remember their poker room, it was super wide open. Yeah, like very wide open, like very open. You can see right over into the sports book, and it was just something. They they closed it off and built up some TVs and stuff around it. Like everybody's just building. It's cool. It's because you want to why? It's because sports betting is so easy that we can go there and Brandon could just drop off seven (laughs) thousand, fly back home to Indiana, and make a down payment. They don't have to have a dealer for that. New TV. Yep. All you got to do is buy a TV and get one guy to kiosk. They don't even need a guy to kiosk anymore. You just go to the automated kiosk or use the app. They don't even need – sports betting is now the new, like, one-armed bandit slot machine. doesn't take any maintenance. They work 24 hours a day. They don't take six days, sick days. They don't complain about work. There's no unions. It's great. I will screwed. say, I, I was all up, up in arms because I was at the win, and I was trying to hedge out of a parlay. It was halftime. 
in the opening round of the tournament. It was nine o'clock Vegas time. I I muttered over to the sports book and it was closed. Like closed. Nine o'clock on a Friday or Saturday of March Madness. I was like, Are you kidding me? Like, how is this possible? And the 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 um the pit boss or whatever, the floor at the poker room was like, Yeah, man, there's kiosks all over the place. He's like, We don't we don't stay open anymore. I'm like, Well, how do you cash a ticket? He's like, Take it to the cashier, they'll cash it for you. I'm like, wow, you don't even need somebody to run in the sports book anymore. Nope. It just sits there and funnels millions of dollars. But I will say, you know, wrapping up the sports betting, the the betting of the future is the in-game, is the phone, is the single-game parlays. And, I mean, that's just because that's what they've branded us. Like, I used to think that single-game parlays was the biggest scam. It was so dumb. Waste of time. I just want to bet the Bulls. I don't really want to bet all these players. And now, I don't even bet the Bulls anymore. I'm all in on the single-game parlays. And they've just shown me that it's cool and fun. And I lose, but it's fun. And heaven forbid if you're going to a game. I mean, you. I went to a Blackhawks game. You just see guys in their phones all over the place at the bar firing. Oh, the the puck line's now two and a half. Or, oh, let's prop this guy to score a goal in the third period. Or, let's have the goalie to have over 37 saves. It's just like you can bet whatever you want for as much money as you want at the click of a button on your phone, which is wild. If you told me 10 years ago, I'd say you're crazy. 10 years ago, you got to log into big man sports and bet with your bookie. Yeah, bookies are dead. Bookies bookies have a weird weird spot. They, gotta, yeah, they have a weird niche of people who don't actually want to bet money that they have. They want to bet money that they don't have. Right. <laughs> That's the problem if, with, if you want, with sports betting in Vegas. you got to go with $1,000. If you want to bet $1,000 on whatever, you pay them $1,000. If you win, they give you your 1000 bucks back plus your winner. If you lose... You get nothing. It's the same thing. If I want to, honestly, if I want to bet, if there's a whole slew of NFL games and I want to bet a thousand dollars on five games, am I ever logging on to uh, FanDuel and depositing five thousand dollars to put in the bets? Hell no. I ain't taking five thousand dollars on my bank account to go bet. Right. But I will text the bookie and be like, here, let me get a thousand on these five. Okay, cool. Okay, you went three and two. Oh, you went two and three. You owe a thousand bucks. Right. You know, that, that, it's the same, but it's different. It doesn't feel so bad. I mean, when you lose, it obviously sucks, but you don't have to physically take your 5000 and put it into an account where it's just locked up for three days, even if you want to cash out. And if you cash out too much, you get a nice little tax form. So bookies right. will be around forever just because they, they can... They can, there's always going to be people that, that want to... For a while. They don't have. For a while, right? Like, they always talk yeah. about, like... Um, is that movie The Gentleman? He's like, well, you know, marijuana is going to be legal soon, and then your whole system here of, of underground, you know, selling marijuana on the black market doesn't exist. He's like, yeah, but it, it, you know, when they brought alcohol back, the underground market still lasted, was very good for 10, 12 years before the legal market finally catches up. So it'll be kind of the similar, similar idea. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, I mean, I know from, I know that the underground marijuana business is still fine. Right. Obviously, it isn't what it was when I was in college. And sure. It, like, you know, Brando wants to join. He's got to go to the, the guy, you know. Now you just drive to a shop, but you pay three times as much. I mean, it's still relevant. There's still people that are like, I'm not waiting in line to show my ID to pay a 25% tax. I'm going exactly. to call the guy in the corner. You know, it, still, it's still relevant. Different, but relevant. Same thing with sports betting. 
bookies, you know, they're still there. If you want to bet a thousand a game and don't pay taxes, still talk to your bookie. If you no, want to lose you. fifteen, if you want to lose fifteen thousand, but you only have five thousand in cash, you want to slow pay the other time. Talk to a bookie. They'll they'll take they'll it. Take it. <laughs> they will. All slow right, well, money is better than no money. That's gonna do it for better days from Brandon. Better days. The better days from you Brandon. You even tell your better days story. I was watching uh, the Masters yesterday on today's Thursday's first day of the Masters. Uh, my pick to click is going to be I, I like. Ooh, who did I? Who did I? Who did I come out of? I, I'm going to go with Cameron Smith. I know you didn't want to pick him, but that was my pick, so I'm putting it out there in the ether, and I totally just mushed myself. Another great. Right, I'll give you mine. He's twenty four to one. I like. Uh, Morikawa. Yeah, Morikawa's good. And Xander Shuffle. Shuf- Xander Shoffley is really good, and I did bet, he gets I did bet Xander as well. Yeah. In every major. He plays really well. He's due, and he's been there a bunch. He's been he near has, the lead for a bunch. Relevant. I like the Xander bet. Fourth. We're going we're gonna to hope both of us can bank the Xander, Xander Shoffley At bet. 24 to 1, I think. But my my um my better day story is I was watching the Masters live in the range. They just talk about guys, blah 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 blah. Mostly it's about Tiger Woods. And then uh, after that's done, the next show is on. It's a show called Better Days. B e t t e r o r Bettor, like a like a guy who's betting on a Bettor. And they were telling the story about this guy in the in the Kentucky Derby that went to go to this local this uh, random little casino to place bets he bets like four hundred dollars in all of these exactus and trifectas and boxes and all this kind of stuff which which, not gonna, which if you don't I know won't, just i won't go into it parlays for it's super for parlays for horse horse racing you need exact first second third they, this horse this horse this they horse. pay out yeah. crazy numbers and this guy was betting like forty dollars per per bet long story short he ends up binking and the this is the the Kentucky Derby where the the horse who finished first place got disqualified, so it changed all of the bets. Anyways, his four hundred dollars in 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 bets parlays ended up paying him out like close to seven hundred thousand dollars. So he's obviously this is like the you not only caught lightning in a bottle, you caught like lightning in a thimble. I don't even know what what to say. Like it's <laughs> a in, thimble, a thimble. Like it's impossible. I know it's, that's that's it's, small. it's impossible. It doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. So the guy goes to the casino. It's a small little like Indian reservation casino. Um, goes to the front desk. He shows the guy a ticket. And he's like, "Oh, we don't have as much cash in hand." The guy's like, "Oh, I understand." He's like, "I don't want in cash anyways." He's like, "I would just assume that they would send me a check or like wire me the money. Like no big deal." And the guy's like, "Oh." If you notice down here, and he's like, and, and the TV show is so cool because they made it like so like absurdly ridiculous of where the sign was hidden, and it's like <laughs> behind the bush on the backside of the counter, like behind the garbage can, underneath like a rag. He moves it all aside. He's like, oh, no pair of mutual betting is is permitted at this, and it only paid out like one hundred and fifty to one, which means his bets ended up being from seven hundred thousand down to like thirty five thousand. Now, don't get me wrong, you bet four hundred and you win thirty five grand. That's amazing. That's a great story, but to bet four hundred dollars and turn it into seven hundred thousand is life changing. Different, and the guy actually had a pretty good outlook on it, and it was just like, meh. I guess I should have read, read the fine print, you know? Yeah, that would pretty be, wild. Me, I would be, I'd be in a different world. But see, that's what happens. The difference now, and we'll wrap this all together nicely in a big sweet bun. That was the old way of doing things. You went to a counter, you placed a bet, and sometimes there were caps on things, but they don't tell you that when you buy it. You're thinking, I'm betting this huge parlay where if I win, I'm going to win massive amount of money. 
But in actuality, it's capped. You can only make, you know, even though the odds say they're 5,000 to 1, 50,000 to 1, nah, you're only getting 150 to 1. That's the max payout on anything. So nobody would make that bet. It's different now with the way sports betting works now with kiosks and other things. It, you punch it right in there. When I, when I bet Xander Shoffley to win and I put $50 down, it says you're going to get paid out X amount of dollars on a winner. You know right then and there, and there's no qualms about it. It's, it's very yep. nice. I mean, I think it's marketing at its finest, right? Because nobody ever remembers. People always say, like, you know, how many times did, did, did a tournament, like, at Paramount, like, oh, we want to flatten out the payouts because they always chop anyways. I'm like, that's the point that you don't flatten the payouts. Nobody remembers the, the chop. Everybody remembers what first place is. So, yep. like, there's a reason why first place at the main event is so juicy because that's what everybody remembers. I don't remember that Jamie Gold... I don't remember what the the final table payouts were. I remember he won twelve million dollars, right? Like you remember the the big numbers. When I'm making a bet, a right? When I'm making a bet on Tiger Woods for a hundred dollars to win eighty seven hundred dollars, I don't remember that I wasted a hundred dollars on a TW bet that's probably never going to hit. I'm thinking in my mind, man, what am I going to buy with that eighty seven hundred dollars that Tiger Woods won me? You know what I mean? Like it's just that's just the way it goes. So I like it. Don't be the guy on, the, on better days who got bamboozled because he didn't read the fine print <laughs> anyways thanks for listening make sure you check us out in chicago and brandon and i will always be making a trip down to texas sometime soon we're gonna make some summer trips um i think i'm gonna go i think i'm scheduled to go in august and brandon and i i'm not gonna go before the main event brandon and i will both be in the at the wsop this summer so definitely come and see us it's only two months away um which I was at the doctor's yesterday, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, let's make a three-month checkup. And I was like, okay, cool. Anything during the week's fine. And she's like, uh, July 5th is three months. I'm like, huh, July 5th, I'll be playing the main. Nope. Sorry. I'll uh, be in Vegas. So I was like, wow, that's only 90 days away. I'm yep. kind of getting excited. I know. I, mean, I got re- to start rewatching my master class on how to yeah, play poker Yeah, you need again. to watch more than, more than a yeah, master class. Yeah, I'm going to need something. I'm, I'm, I'm the power. I'm the I'm the one game eight team eight leg parlay guy for the main event i have no he's the guy that plays the main event where you're when you come home for the main event you're like yeah there's guys like this playing the main yep like the story is made after him what a dream table i played with this guy (laughs) with this really wild hair it was awesome he had no idea what he's doing he drank like six rock stars (laughs) he four bet aces twice what an idiot what an idiot right I mean, clearly, they just, I might as well just flip my cards over because they know what they are. But if all of you notice, I'm just a better blind player, anyways. I might play the entire main event without ever looking at my cards. Okay. Okay. You know what? I think I might try that. What's the bet on that? How much? Let's just see how, see if you can make it. (laughs) If I make it to day three, I'm no longer looking at my cards. It'll be great. (laughs) All right, everybody. That's a promise from Ken from the overlay. Uh, I will not look at my cards until I make it to day three of the main event this summer. Thanks for listening. Uh, share us with your friends. Uh, we are an almost critically acclaimed podcast. We almost got nominated for a Poker Go Award. Almost. We almost got we nominated. We're on the ballot. On the we're, ballot to get nominated. We're on the radar. <laughs> we're, we're the master's amateur bet that pays out 5000 to one. Just yep. put a dollar on us. You might maybe win. We'll, maybe we'll hit. Maybe we'll hit. Maybe next year will be our year when when they finally do an entire poker news story about this jackass who didn't look at his cards for four days and made the final table. Boom. We're going to be huge. And then you guys can say, everybody, that you knew us before we were famous. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you next time.
Bye, everybody. Farewell. <laughs>